0: hi roaches i'm todd tondera welcome to my thrifting audio diary i scour secondhand stores searching for interesting artifacts useful unusuals trendy trinkets cool collectibles good garbage and all-around helpful items i could use in my daily life my mission is to do this all while spending the least amount of money each week on the show i invite a friend to thrift by my side this week i welcome back the co-host to the show Josh, Last Call Larkin, I'm sentimentally attached to things you have forgotten. It's time to get thrifty. Hey, who said you could come in here?
1: Yeah, I dropped my coaster there during the intro. I'm not sure if you heard the thunk.
0: We'll keep it if we did.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just my little toff to, mm-hmm. to the uh, my my Opa. It's coming to, back to the roaches. Yeah, for the anniversary. Smash some plates.
0: That's right. It is a, a big anniversary today, is it not? It is. It uh, is. It's our ten. Ten.
1: It grows and grows.
0: I that that's what Buzz Buzzfeed is saying that uh must hear podcasts and that's from
1: Buzzfeed. So <laughs> I mean, it's the tenth episode, so there's obviously ten reasons you should listen to Thrifty. Roaches multiply, so
2: yeah. it just
0: it grows and grows. So we appreciate it. And the second reason that it's a big night, we retained our tag team championships, did we not? Old school coming back, yeah. Chaos reigns. Um. So WWE. 2K, what sixteen, right? Sixteen. So not the new one, not the new new one. The new new one's not out. It's it's at this point. Just the almost. old one. Yeah. It's, it's not it's... the old old one, but just the old one.
1: It's well, no, it's the old old. It's not the last year's. It's the year. It's before. not that good. Good.
0: No, no, no. It's the it's the middies. <laughs> right. Keep it. Keep... Fair enough. Yeah, but... it gets
1: the job done, and there's no there's no long loads, so it's good.
0: We just walked out of. November's pay-per-view. So, yeah, we're in the future a little bit. We just won at Survivor Series.
1: 11 months we've been holding the belts down.
0: 11 whole months. Yeah. That's one more month that we held the belts than, than the podcast has episodes. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, so we actually... Got a pretty good haul thrifting.
1: It was a good haul just overall. Like, uh, you know, we switched up a little bit today, but just mm-hmm. everything we came around with, I mean, I spent we spent all day in the bins. It wasn't a whole lot of downtime. There was just like constant searching for garbage. And we came around with some good stuff. Mm-hmm. No regulars really other than Cat Guy.
0: Cat and Guy popped in here yeah. and there. But it was like, as we were leaving is when he kind of got into it. No cat stuff, so there's really not a lot. Now, I love
1: that he's so dedicated that not only does he wear, like, feline-dedicated clothing, but, like, he's got a picture of a cat on his shirt, Mm -hmm. but his hat, instead of just having a picture of a cat, is the cat construction thing. Yeah. So he's got a, he's literally got a cat hat.
0: I mean, there's no doubt what he's into. Like, there's no doubt looking at him. I
1: wish I could be that passionate about anything. Like, literally anything. Anything. I've watched wrestling since I was fucking eight, and I don't even own a wrestling shirt.
0: You should at least own one wrestling shirt. You gotta think.
1: No, I uh, I own some old school, like the uh, you know our old uh, like eighties wrestling guys. Okay, fair Th- enough. The big rubber guys. You but... never
0: glued this to your shirt? No. Sorry, I'm really stoned right <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never
1: contemplated <laughs> gluing them to my shirt. Like, okay, if your sister wants to, I mean, I know yeah. Jessica. If she wants to toss something together where she could, she could rig something up like that, where you could yeah. be like an action figure display. Yeah, like put some s- pegs on a shirt for you, and you can just wear sh- shit around.
0: If somebody listening, uh, get in touch with the show if if you want to make Josh a shirt with wrestlers glued on him. Just get in touch with me. I'll make sure he gets it. That's what I'll say.
1: I do have to say, I felt glued
0: a, on. Think of it, a person with persons on them.
1: I felt a little slighted when Soup Boy over here gets his own T-shirt sent in. True. And true. The last call gets diddly.
0: <laughs> nothing. <dick laughs> nothing as <of> right now. <laughs> diddly, diddly. Yeah, I got a a shirt, a, a Soup Boy shirt uh, from a fan of the show, uh, Samira. Uh, thank you for the Soup Boy shirt. I have
1: continued to, yeah, just run with Soup Boy at every possible chance.
0: And all this show has really been is just me me cashing in on your good ideas. I mean, you called me Soup Boy, and you wanted to make me a shirt that said Soup Boy, and the next thing we know, I got a Soup Boy shirt.
1: And then I didn't... Just cashing in your... I didn't actually get it, but I, I brought it into existence, and Samira came through with it, and it just ended up working out, and... I'm glad because I have tons of idea, but I have zero desire to put forward the effort for those ideas. So So.
0: bottom line, if you want Josh to wear a shirt with humans, baby dead fake humans glued on him, you're going to have to do it.
1: If it comes in... It'll be the cover of whatever the fuck happens yeah, exactly. <laughs> next. I don't, I don't know. It'll probably end up in some weird mugshot. shot. That, Something. Yeah, some, it'll go awry in some way, but that's my life. But it'll be fun.
0: But you had the hot hands at the
1: outlet as well today.
0: We found a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I passed a lot of stuff over. Mm-hmm. Um, Cashing in on on your good ideas, you passed over to me, and it is wrestling related, And it's the first of our finds. It's about 10 to 12 inches tall, but it is a water bottle, or as they like to call it, a 3D sipper of the wrestler The Rock from 1999. Good old
1: late 90s Attitude Era, sideburns, eyebrow, Hollywood, before he was Hollywood, rock. He had, what, $5,000 silk shirts and rolling Mm -hmm. out
0: there in his Versace and... Yeah, mm-hmm. and in this series, it came with Austin, it came with Taker, and it came with Mankind. So, Steve Austin, Undertaker, Rock, Mankind—those were the four from this series. And it's a
1: good ass tipper. Those were the big guys in '99, but mm-hmm. I would, I would love to get the the Mankind, like
0: the Mankind one. Yeah,
1: because I mean, Mick Foley's grown to be super lovable, but like. Mankind was doing crazy shit. Hell in a cell here in Pittsburgh. Yeah, and that like, was us. We yeah. did
0: that. I don't know if many people know that Pittsburgh had that hell in a cell match at the Civic Arena.
1: I had a friend who went and holy shit was he big man on campus for a very long time after that. I he, could see that. He was really close and like told us all about it and like had pictures and shit, like mm-hmm. home pictures. Like you didn't get to see that stuff and it right. didn't, didn't exist. You didn't get to see pictures and crazy shit from a
0: different angle other than oh but and so the mankind one is actually from what i see of this series it's actually the rarest one
1: yeah and foley's doing three different gimmicks you could you could pick and choose whatever one you you wanted outside the the big
0: sippers yeah (laughs) well the the rock it goes about 15 bucks so not too bad it's not a bad deal at all
2: and the rock We'll get in the ring and do exactly what he does best, and that is layeth the smacketh down on your
0: candy ass! While I'm still stoned, I want to talk about the
2: movies.
0: (laughs) These were just... I came across
1: these, speaking of the hot hand, like, I had already found, you know, quite a bit of the records, um... I think this was
0: before the uh, the Rock Cup, but... Yeah, this was before the Rock Cup, and this is what I'm... I want to get to it now, but this is the find of the day, for sure.
1: This was, yeah, this was a good, good find.
0: In both of the movies we found today were Screeners. This is the first of the two, but this is Pumpkinhead 2... Bloodwings from 1994.
1: These are it's VHS, sealed. not DVD yeah. screeners. These are not, yeah.
0: <laughs> For anybody new who hasn't picked up on the VHS obsession, these yeah. are not, yeah. It was the d- direct-to-video sequel of the original Pumpkinhead, which came out in 1988. It actually has barely a relation to the first Pumpkinhead. Well, I'm not up on the Pumpkinhead mythology. You don't know so. about the Pumpkinhead mythology? I've never seen... I don't know how many there are, but I've never seen one of them. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. But to describe Pumpkinhead 2, it's basically about a witch that resurrects dead bodies or, well, I say dead bodies over multiple films. But whoever she personally resurrects in that said Pumpkinhead film is named... Is basically her, the pumpkin head of the pump. The pumpkin head. Can she only resurrect one person? It's a bit blurry, but they definitely have to be pumpkins when she gets them up. So they can't just be like regular people. So, like, say you died, and do I have to have a pumpkin near my grave? Not necessarily, but sure, you could. Why does a pumpkin come into play? How? Why is that part of the curse? Well, okay, say you're dead. And I want to resurrect you. This is going to be the next 45 <laughs> minutes. Just if if you're listening and you don't care about me. I'm going to skip ahead because I don't fucking understand <laughs> any of this. Okay, so you die. And I'm like, that sucks. And I want you to be resurrected. Okay, well, there's a few things I can do for, like, good juju. I could take a vial of your blood to her. I could, and this is, I think, a little bit more advanced, but, like, if I was able to uh, get, like, um, as your soul left your body, if I was able to, like, bottle it somehow, I could do that. Why don't you just take my fucking blood? Yeah, that's what (laughs) usually happens. So, anyway, you take this vial of blood to this witch, and you have to be mad that you died. So, like, say someone killed you, I'll say that, say someone killed you. And I was mad that you died. So what I do is, out of revenge, I give her a vial of your blood, and then she resurrects you. But the only the only problem is, is it's based on revenge, and you have to be like a pumpkin human.
1: So it's like the crow, but you're a pumpkin. Yeah, <laughs> <That> <laughs> pretty much the sucks. crow, and a wit-
0: only a witch does it. Only a witch. Instead yeah. of
1: being a crow, it's a witch. And instead of having crow powers, you're a pumpkin and you have...
0: A pumpkin human. And you're, like, really slimy.
1: You have pumpkin hands. Yeah,
0: the whole thing. And so you... But
1: then you murder people.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're a bad guy, right? Yeah, you're... Yes. Yeah, you're the bad guy. But say you got murdered. That person that murdered you, you... The whole film is you going back to murder that person and that person's, like, things... So now that you're resurrected and now that you're Pumpkinhead, you revenge kill all the people who slighted you, Josh.
1: Okay, so you're a bad crow, but you're a pumpkin.
0: And a witch starts it. Yes, And you're a witch, yeah. okay. Yeah, Man. so... All right, I can get that one okay. better, actually. All right, <laughs> I
1: mean, I'm, I'm into it now, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry so, if you skipped ahead 45 minutes. I think it took a
0: couple I, I think we're good. So, okay, so now that you get what a Pumpkinhead is... This particular Pumpkinhead film, Pumpkinhead 2, uh, the old witch, um, she's actually taking care of a deformed orphan. No backstory to him, but his name, she calls him Tommy. And so, like, kids were, like, kids went and picked on Tommy because he was a deformed orphan, and they, like, bullied him super hard, and then, like, they, like, pushed him into a well, and he died. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> what? Yeah. So he, that's how that's how he died, and then she brings Tommy back. Yeah, you see, you got it. You do understand it.
1: Well, of course she brings Tommy back. Like, yeah, she's yeah. Okay, so yeah, Pumpkinhead too is they they bring Jason into the mix of the crow and everything yeah, else, but
0: like a deformed orphan version.
1: I mean, Jason was deformed, and I mean his mom died. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I guess you're right there. So um okay, so the kids. <laughs> so, I didn't talk about the kids yet. I didn't talk about the kids yet. Okay. So um the kids that killed Tommy, right? They grew up and they be had families of their own. And the one the biggest Tommy killer, okay, he was a judge of that town. And he told the judge told His son, the judge told his son, like, we killed Tommy. And so his son was like, whoa, that's like wild. I want to know more. I want to figure this out. I'm a parent. Why would you ever tell somebody, or especially your kid, that you murdered a person? This is a real pumpkin head moment for you right now. I'm You're just, being very pumpkin head right I'm now. Very
1: just, just, there's a lot of holes in this plotting. Yeah,
0: and see, but I mean, the
1: back of this VHS tape, even the screener, just advertises the cameos that are yeah. in the film, so you know the quality film. It's like Kane Hodder's in this; like mm-hmm. he just pops up, like behind a deli counter, but totally watch it because of him. So yeah. I get the vibe it's given off.
0: Okay, so the the new version of the kids. The judge's kids, they go looking for, like, where Tommy was, like, where they killed Tommy, and then they run into the witch, and then the witch, and I don't know why she picked this moment, I either don't know or I forgot, but the witch decides, like, those kids that were looking for Tommy, she resurrected Tommy as a pumpkin head to go get those kids, and so the kids, <laughs> the kids are in trouble. And then also the kid's dad, who originally killed Tommy's in trouble. So the dad's friends are all getting killed in this film. The whole film is Dad's friends getting killed. <laughs> and then they finally kill Dad. Sorry if you're if I'm going to say pump I was head. like, Todd is so pumped up about this I right say now. We keep going. I wish like, What is the other movie you got? Like, I got another. I'm almost done with this. Oh shit, I'm going 20 minutes deep. It's, it's, I mean, it's. (laughs) You just. Well,
1: you write the fucking Wikipedia article on Pumpkinhead 2.
0: But anyway, so, the judge. The judge. The judge's friends die, then the judge dies. And then Tommy goes after all the kids. Tommy, has pumpkin Pumpkinhead, kills all the kids except for the one kid. And he makes friends with the one kid by giving him something that he had when he was a baby before he was killed. What was that thing? A snow globe? For some reason, I think it was a fire, a burnt fire truck. What the fuck? <laughs> I could be wrong. I can't remember. I think it was a burnt fire truck. But that's why it was one of the finds of the day, basically.
1: Well, and that and it's a it's a rare screener. Yeah, and you know you don't find them all over the place. And
0: I saw I actually have Pumpkinhead two, not a screener and opened, and I got that for five. I had to buy that for five dollars. So this one's about fifteen because it's sealed and it's a screener, so it's rare.
1: The good thing about the other uh, screener that you got is I'm familiar with this movie, so I don't need you to explain it to me (laughs) or the roaches. Are you sure? Totally. I get this fucking film.
0: Okay, okay. So the next film, which I actually, the first time I saw it was Tonight. I never saw it before.
1: I've never seen The Curse. Yeah. But I've seen other ones. Oh, you
0: haven't seen The Curse. I could tell you about it then. No,
1: no, 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 no. Because no, I get the overall gist of it. It's <laughs> always the same thing.
0: It's the puppets. I've seen three of them, and they're all the same thing. So what we're talking about is I have a VHS screener copy of Curse of the Puppet Master. And this one came out in 1998. It's actually the sixth film in the franchise. And they wanted to kill it at Puppet Master 4. So the end of that particular lore ended. this This is the new one opened up a new fucking cornucopia of curses and puppets
1: I remember my knowledge of puppet master always comes from going to my grandparents house because in like the early 90s not everybody had HBO and it wasn't like a a popular thing like it is now Mm -hmm. but my grandparents had HBO and you would always get like the little HBO like monthly guide Mm -hmm. and it had everything laid out and they had a freaking Puppet Master movie on. Hell yeah! Every week, and they ran a lot of like old school horror, master or horror and mm-hmm. Beastmaster. Beastmaster was on all the time. We used to joke around at uh, at school that HBO was, "Hey, Beastmaster's on." Yeah, it was on all the time. That and like Puppet Master and all those like just kitschy movies that you could probably get on the cheap, but they were
0: good. And so that closed it. So you probably saw the first three, I'm assuming, in the series. You would think. I think or did it might bounce been like, around with the I puppets. Think
1: it might might have been like one, three, and four, or two, three, and four,
0: or something like that.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. I don't think I saw. It's always like, the puppets. Though, I didn't you're see right. a consecutive three because like mm-hmm. the third time I was like, yeah, what what's happening?
0: Well, then I'll quit. I'll just. I, pr- I quickly will tell you about this one. I'll quickly tell you about Kurt. <laughs> read, re- read me the back. I'll 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 do more than the back. I don't trust you to do more than <laughs> read me the back. Uh, but if I read you the back, can I explain it like 5 minutes of it? Like, if you give me five minutes... You have to worry about the roaches, not me. Oh, uh, roaches. For those of you who didn't see The Curse of the Puppet Master, I have so many opinions on it, but basically, but I can't say too much because I'll, I'll get in trouble, but a guy makes puppets that turn alive and they kill everyone, and it's always the puppets but there's a different puppet master in this one <laughs> that's
1: the first five movies as well <laughs> even if it's a new mythology
0: so i'll read the back now the amazing living puppets of andre Toulon have a nice ma- have a new master in desperate attempt to duplicate the great puppet master's work dr McGraw has been experimenting with his human ass- assistance <sighs> This is enthralling. <laughs> okay, so basically, yeah, the puppets kill him.
1: It's a great find, though. <laughs> doesn't need to worry about the quality of the movie. The, mm-hmm. the,
0: the overall concern is the quality of the find, which is pretty stellar. But basically, the doctor has human assailants that he's teaching them how to make killer puppets, and they don't know that. They don't know that he's doing that because he, like, put his, like, voodoo on them to do that. So what they make, it comes alive. And so when people, like, get smart to the business, they get killed. And basically, the two the lead of this film, Robert, he falls in love with this other girl and basically... Um, they call him Tank because he's tall, but they said he's weird. So I guess he's just a weirdo, and they call him Tank. Well, the reason why he made puppets is because like he didn't have any friends, so he carved puppets. So that's why he was an easy tool to use. Like, oh, you already do the puppets.
1: That's why everybody gets into puppets. Yeah.
0: And so, but anyway, Robert's soul eventually got <laughs> transferred into his puppet, but as the puppet. He killed Doctor McGrew to end the film. That was the film. You just get I'm right so to I the end. I, <laughs> so I promised I wouldn't do it, but I did. We do it. We went from the back to
1: the end in a minute thirty, just like that. If you, I mean, if you're going to see a Puppet Master, this is probably not the place to start. So yeah. You're probably already fair enough. But used those were my, uh,
0: those were my VHS screeners that were cool, and you found one of them. I found the other one.
1: Yeah, they were uh, they were just sitting there, chilling out, waiting waiting mm-hmm. for us
2: my creepies
0: (laughs) and you got a hell of a haul yourself today as far as records
1: go yeah it was the biggest haul of records i know that that's been the thing lately but that's what's there and you know like there's little trinkets here and there well you're kind of like collecting back
0: like what you used to have and like newer stuff and start your collection it's like tripled since you've known me at least
1: yeah building a collection back and i mean uh you know when it got wrecked uh you know 10 years ago mm-hmm. no, it was probably like eight maybe i don't know uh but i mean i had hundreds of records you know and long boxes full of stuff but today was a good day it was mm-hmm. the biggest record haul i've pulled in um
0: yeah since we've been that's what i alluded to at the beginning of the show this was like your biggest A big day. They were everywhere. Mm -hmm. It
1: was just like personal collections, maybe a record store dump. I don't
0: know what was going on. And you said like 23 in all?
1: Twenty-three. I might have to recount because I just like did a quick thing and like I remember that. Yeah, when the girl asked me, she was like, "How many are there?" And I was like,
0: 23. And then she just rang up something. That's the thing. Like, she's not gonna
1: take the time to go through and like. There's a mm-hmm. line. She's like, whatever. I think they're a quarter a piece. Something fair enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: and she's like, whatever. It's six six bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, let's call call it squared six bucks. Sounds fair. Uh. So what were your uh like what were some uh, home runs in there i was looking at them before we started the show but what were your favorite home runs in there you think
1: um one of my favorites and it's not like some things i collect because i enjoy but also there's a part of me that just really likes dumb kitschy shit yeah for sure and so this one um I texted you about because I was so excited I couldn't wait to tell you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Before the show, you you did text me about this one. Tell the roaches about it. It's a Ronco teleproduct. Um, so Ron Popeil, the
1: uh, the set it and forget it guy, the set it and forget it guy. He did uh, spray on hair. I think it was a uh, GLH. It was a uh, yeah, I remember that great looking hair. Is it, it was like WD forty, but for your head.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and it it would be like a like a it looked like shoe polish almost. Yeah,
1: he did the uh, the rotisserie. He did the uh, the food dehydrator. Like, mm-hmm. wow, why, why give your your kid you know like chips when you could give them like apple cr- yeah <laughs> banana chips and beef jerky for three dollars a pound mm-hmm. like. Um, but, like, we, I grew up, everybody had, like, some Ron Popeil shit, like, the yep. pocket fisherman. I remember my, my nana had it, like, in her car, so she could go fishing at a whim, and I was like, she never did that, but it was just there, just well, in case. because of mr popeel ron popeel was the and he in the 70s i mean he was doing his infomercials and stuff like that but But he
0: also put out music in the 70s is what we're trying to get at
1: (laughs) yeah before like they did the compilations now that's what i call music and shit like that they did uh ron (laughs) (laughs) popeel albums uh Uh, and this one is ron co presents star time as seen on tv um, and there's a commercial that's out there for it, but it legitimately, it does have some good tracks from that year and like mm-hmm. the six months of the last six months of 78. Yeah. Um, so and, he was
0: in the game early.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's such a smart guy that not only does he put out his own album, but on the back of it advertises for another one of his products.
0: For fourteen eighty eight. He uh, this is
1: a big thing. Cause this is 1979. This is Mr. Microphone, which is basically like. So, Star
0: Time was this one, and Mr. Microphone is what the ad was on the back.
1: Yeah, Mr. Microphone is a. Uh, it's an FM transmitter. That's a microphone. So you sing into it, and it broadcasts over an FM station that you program to your radio. Mm-hmm. So you could do karaoke. So, you it's can It's not a bad deal. Buy Star Time and do karaoke to it for a mere $20 in 1979, which is a really good deal.
0: Mm-hmm. Is there any uh, any uh, other ones there that uh, were good finds for you today?
1: Yeah, um I got uh just a cover of um there's some that were just beautiful to look yeah. at, like a uh, Barry White uh early. Yeah,
0: that Barry White cover is cool too. Yeah, this
1: is a uh, 1974 Barry White. Mm -hmm. So he's got the long, like, ski jump of a haircut. Yeah, uh, and and he's looking so chill on the front. Just posing in beige. Just looking like a sexy black sofa, just wrapped in suede, suede.
0: Yeah, he's in beige, and he's with the babes, too. It's like an in-ground pool, and we're talking like an old-school in-ground pool, and there's just women and him just just chilling. Independently, they're doing their own thing, but... It's like a sick shot.
1: There's just, it's concrete, wall-to-wall concrete with these huge pillars and there's a gorgeous woman on every pillar and Mm -hmm. Barry White's not even concerned. He's looking the other direction of the women because it's a rhapsody in white. Mm -hmm. This is the album that Barry White conducts the orchestra.
0: I didn't know that. That's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, and the back even, like, uh, talking about, like, beautiful artwork on these old 70s albums. Um,
0: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, it's just,
0: Absolutely great. From 74, geez.
1: Yeah, today I was in really good spirits and just buying albums for a quarter a pop. Mm -hmm. Just the sheer number that were out there today. Village People cruising. I'm probably never going to listen to the Village People album. But
0: that's like the Village People album.
1: That's the YMCA release. Yeah, this is the first printing of YMCA.
0: You look at the back
1: and you can see the... uh, it's just an overhead shot where they're all yeah, sp- just chilling. Yeah, they're all splayed out on the backs with yeah. their their shirts off.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's a so we both kind of got good hauls. I mean, you got more records than I got VHS, but these were also two rare screeners, and you have threat tw- what twenty three ish in total. So that kind of. Yeah,
1: yeah, about two dozen and your two screeners probably equal the quality <laughs> of like Barry White and UFO
0: forces. And these two like, and these two were the me talking about these two we're even more minutes talking <laughs> about those two. So you're, you're lucky I didn't get 23 We didn't today. get
1: into the whole UFO force it and the ghost rape that's on the cover of that album. Yeah, so that's, that's not too hot. That's a whole another discussion. But yeah, there was some great stuff. I got a lot of, uh, it was a great day for like good old school soul. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a lot of great stuff. The Roberta Flack, the Barry White, um, just a ton of great stuff that was out there today. And in good condition. It was all perfect condition. That's why I thought that it might be like a record store dump, you know, like just taking a long box and being like clear space and just dump some shit cuz I saw two, I think, records that were completely roached and they were good records, which kind of bummed me out. Yeah. Um, but But
0: like roached per not roach ratio, it was a good ratio,
2: you know.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. There were Easily, probably two hundred records in the bins today, and mm-hmm. I mean to come away with twenty three, and there were there were more getting dumped out. There were probably some that I didn't even bother to go through, and one guy poached a couple underneath me. But I mean, he, fair enough. He, he said those other ones is like a peace offering by the cart for me, so that well, was good. That's I, where
2: I got the Roberta flat. I was gonna Sonny say
0: Atolay. maybe that's the if you died and and I resurrected you, I would you you wouldn't pumpkin head him. I would assume, huh? No, not I thought at you all. were gonna go ahead and pumpkin head him. No, see that's the thing is like everybody like in their niche thing
1: like they all support and help each other out. You know, like mm-hmm. record guys will help other record guys. You have people come over and offering you skeletons and wrestlers and you know like people who know the shit that you're into. They help each other out because we know that it's a weird thing to be <laughs> if into. Cat
0: guy, like we find something from a cat for the cat guy. So you give it to the cat guy.
2: Are you, you give
1: kidding? It it's on his guy. shirt. You cat guy, if you find, yeah, like a cool, like, porcelain cat thing, like, just take just it away. say over. no more. It's cat guy. You just, hey, man, like, you might miss this,
0: so here's a weird cat thing that mm-hmm. you're going to totally be into. We're feeling pretty positive um, as opposed to the last time that we recorded – because I fell and got hurt and then I got way too drunk in the second half of that episode that was a rough way, rough night yeah way, way too drunk out,
1: we had to, I broke your fence kinda sorta
0: yeah I guess so well we're feeling good I hope you're feeling good at home this is our 10th episode again thanks for listening uh, we're gonna take a short commercial break but when we return we're gonna answer more of those roach submitted questions Stick around.
2: sequel to Stan Winston's cult classic, which grossed over $50 million worldwide. Featuring the monster from the man behind Aliens and Jurassic Park, Pumpkinhead 2.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, Welcome back to the show, everybody. Again, our 10th episode. And as we've been doing as of recent, we got some emails in from the roaches out there. You can email the show at thriftypodcast at yahoo.com. I'm going to go to our first email and it comes from Dustin. And Dustin, if you're from, are you Dustin from Tennessee that used to email my old show? If you are, hello. If you're not, hi. Uh, Email back again anyway. Anyway, Dustin says, I have a couple things you could look for for me. See some about Street Sharks and Eureka's Castle, question mark.
1: Yeah, we always tell people, like, if there's something out there you want us to take a look for, let us know. Um, I don't think we've ever come across Street Sharks or street- Eureka's no. Castle. But-
0: street, sh- street Sharks are, like, eesh, really, really hard to find. Now, if... That's like an eBay thing, but also like I'd feel like yard sales would have Street Sharks more than that. That's place. kind of the
1: thing is like recently I've started to look into some of the weirder stuff that I was into like growing up nice. and Street Sharks were one of them and uh, the food fighters were another. Yeah. Um, who were, like, you know, a piece of fried chicken and, like, some pancakes and, like, ice cream. Stick and, of broccoli. Yeah, there was a broccoli. That. Yeah, they mm-hmm. fought against each other. There were French fries. They had, like, tanks and stuff like that. They were militarized food. Yeah. Um,
0: but, but people know what they have when they have that.
1: They go for a lot of money now, and I think street charts are kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. Where it's really a niche kind of thing, and, like, Eureka's Castle, maybe there's more luck, but, like... I know that they did McDonald's toys or like fast I remember food toys, but... Eureka's
0: Castle did McDonald's toys, and they also this could be McDonald's, this could be not McDonald's. Um, the dragon one, what was the dragon one's name? Purple dragon, white, yeah, I no, don't remember. Yellow things on its back. I don't remember his name. They did like cup holders, and I remember having a a purple dragon Eureka Eureka's Castle purple one. I think the the bat I think was Batsley. Um yeah, that's, or, yeah, I remember that. But I don't say remember
1: I, I it's gonna be something really Was the dragon Eureka or was Eureka the girl? I don't I, even I thought
0: remember. Eureka Eureka was the girl. Oh god. And it's the like, dragon was
1: my memories are also hazy because the amount of times I've been drunk since I was seven watching that show. So yeah, but it was a great a great kid show, and like I completely understand Dustin's nostalgia for it. So for sure. if we find something, yeah, we'll definitely let you know.
0: Yeah, and if you have specifics that that may may help too because if it's like a cup holder, we could kind of – our eyes will be open for cup holders. Yeah,
1: clarify if you're the old Dustin or new Dustin. Let us know if you're looking for DVDs, VHS, the toys, whatever you – And if you
0: are a new Dustin, that's fine too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we welcome you to the the community. Absolutely.
0: Um, (laughs) Yeah, but let us know. Uh, Clarify a little bit. uh, Get back to us. Cool. Uh, The next question goes, hey, Thrifty – where do you like to go thrifting? That's the first part. Who has been the weirdest seller that you bought off of? And I actually don't know the name of this person who emailed it in. Usually they sign it or in the email they'll say like it'll be like Melissa thirty 37. There'll seven. be a clue of some sort. Yeah, so this one had no clue. So um, if you want to email back in just so I could say hello to you. But first and foremost, where do you like to go thrifting? Um, I go thrifting... Thrifting itself, I go through places that uh, it charges by the pound, and when it charges by the pound, you could come out with a lot of good stuff for like five bucks, and that's where Josh and I usually go.
1: Yeah, that was today's haul was twenty three records and like uh, you know maybe a pound and a half of other stuff, and I paid I think six dollars and seventy five something. Yeah, cents. I paid I paid six
0: for what I got too. Yeah, it was a great deal. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I do yard sales. But not as much because yard sales are like a whole to do a lot of the times. They're, they're hit or miss. I think yeah. a lot of
1: times it depends. You, mm-hmm. you have to factor in different things with so, yard sales.
0: Especially if you're planning a show, you want to like – I like to plan on things that I know that will work. Yeah. So they're, like I don't, a, I don't base on yard sales for the show. There's a lot of great options.
1: I mean you can come up with creative ways to find – I mean if you're looking for certain stuff like – uh, I used to, uh, when I first moved to Pittsburgh, I worked at a grocery store, and I was young. Yeah. Um, but that was when I was, like, really trying to build my record collection. I had maybe, like, 100 records at that time, and I wanted to expand. And the grocery store I worked at had a bulletin board. And so I just posted on it, and I was like, "Um, if you, you have records, this was 2003, 2004. Okay. And I was like, if you have records for sale, like find josh like ask somebody to find josh in this grocery store i'm here all the Go time yeah and um i would have old ladies like speaking of like mm-hmm. different sellers odd people like it, they weren't weird people themselves but a lot of times like old ladies would just pull like up, weird
0: situations because they would be the ones with the records they would pull up with like a box
1: and they were like oh this was my husband's stuff but like he passed and i was like oh shit mm-hmm. and like there was good stuff, and I'd be like, Yeah, that was yeah. how I got like my original pressing of Sergeant Pepper was from the back of an old lady's car after her husband died and stuff like that. And they'd just be like, Are you Josh in the frozen foods? And I'd be like, Yeah, and they'd be like,
0: I am a salary. Like, Pass on through. Be like <laughs> Pass on uh, through.
1: two bucks for the Beatles. And they'd be like, Okay. And I try to get fair deals, but like I made minimum wage and I was a stock boy at a grocery store. But So if you had if
0: you had a haul to move, you'll move it.
1: But- Everybody walked away from every deal, happy. So that was that was all that mattered. But yeah, it was just you can come up with a lot of creative ways. You can mm-hmm. thrift around your own schedule. Around there's tons of ways to do it, especially because like- that's
0: what we did today. Because we have because we work together. For those that don't know, um, but our our work changes times, and now we're working evenings. So we went up at like about ten o'clock to about twelve thirty. We went thrifting this morning then we went home then we went to work and then after work saturday night well friday into saturday it's
1: yeah saturday now saturday
0: morning i meant so it's after midnight already so you could you could work it around but if you want to do yard sales like to harken back to dustin's question that's probably where you're going to find the street sharks in the world but like boy that's going to be hard yeah,
1: if you want something on the cheap like that, those kind of things I don't think really end mm-hmm. up a whole lot in the in the uh, you know Goodwills and Salvation Armies out there. You've got to buy those directly from people at yard sales usually. Yeah.
0: And uh, Josh was talking about uh, some interesting situations to get some records. Uh, if you're talking about this, emailer said like you know it's been the weirdest seller you bought off of. Um, once upon a time, I was in... It's called the Rogers Flea Market. It's in Ohio, I'm I think. Familiar.
1: Yeah, you can buy animals and all kinds of shit there.
0: Yeah, you could buy animals, live or dead. And at the Rogers... And the town's made, made after, named after this flea Mart yeah, Rogers.
1: That's Yeah, it's what they're built after.
0: Um, I was looking at some video games, and they were like N64, PS1. Uh, but the PS1 was like in like a CD case. And this guy had video games... <clears throat> and semi-automatic rifles and like a trench knife or two that works that works so uh you know uh i already hated to be there but i wanted that good good and i um was flipping through hit my that his uh like cd case with the ps1 games and he's like hey hey how are you i was like hi and he's just like, you see all my stuff, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm just interested in the video games. He's like, okay, okay, and sure you don't want a gun. And then he kept like, kind of like, in on it, not on it, not. On it. He's like, yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of violence in those games. Are you sure you're you're okay with that? Like, sort of like busting my chops. I don't know. Um I guess he saw a socialist coming. I don't know. I don't know. He's like, you can tell you're a soft commie. Yeah, like... He was really trying to give me the business. And he kept referencing the amount of ammunition that he had for sale. And how much he had back at his house. And I was just fingering through the PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 games in this plastic binder trying to ignore it. And uh, I got to the end, but then I got stuck... Cause I was like done with that, but he already met eyes and he's just like, yeah, we're going to have a new president elect. And he's like, and Hillary Clinton's going to be arrested for treason. Oh, this was just re. Oh no. Yeah. This was recently, he's going to be arrested for treason. And I was like, I mean, I'm not the biggest fan, uh, but I'm not relating here. So video games. And then he said, and then he said, I'd shoot her in the face if I ever saw her. And then I just like clear cut, just walked away. I was like, fuck (laughs) and that's
1: that's why I don't talk to people while we go out yeah there was a lady today she seemed really nice but I got away from her at every chance I could because I don't ever want to happen to just it starts innocently yeah. And then all of a sudden
0: Oh, were you talking about the lady that put her glasses on her head? That lady, yeah. Oh, that came over. I forgot about her.
1: I left her with you actually at a point. I just walked away while she was over talking to us. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, I didn't love her. Thank no. you, thank you for that. <laughs> it was just
1: like and that's why I was just like, you know what? I know where this could potentially go, and it ends up in weird things like that. And, like, you think it's a normal thing, and if you can get in and out real quick, it might be okay. Mm-hmm. But if you linger, all of a sudden, you're like, can't linger,
0: can't no. linger it. You can't linger thrifting, can't no. linger at a yard sale, at a flea market. You just touch and go those people because they're eventually going to tell you that they want to commit murder. You look up and through you're not vi- into it.
1: Yeah, you look up f- through his video game book, and all of a sudden he's just burning a cross on the other side. And it's like, yeah, no, I'm nah. just, <laughs> <laughs> only to
0: the K's. Don't hate it,
1: but no. <laughs> Why are there three sections of the K's in this video yeah. game book?
0: <laughs> So those are some weird people that we've met around. Uh, the third and final email here this week comes from Shane, which I'm assuming uh, Shane has emailed before. Thank you, Shane. Hi, I heard you folks talk, folks talking about finding old family knickknack collections and even pictures that have been discarded. That was like episode two or two. We talked about that, I think. Way, way back. Yeah. Do you ever find old family heirlooms you find that are worth money? Well Shane, if you want to call Great Grandma's oxygen tank that she died and left an heirloom then yeah, we found some pretty good heirlooms. Yeah, you remember Uncle
1: Greg's <laughs> Uncle Greg's wheelchair? Yeah. yeah, we uh we picked that up. No, uh First off, I want to appreciate the fact that he's been he's been hanging around. So yeah, he's been here before and after the roaches. So yeah, you're right in your opinion on before the roaches. We made it I big. mean, <laughs> we're we're committed to roaches at this point. But I just want an outsider's opinion, somebody on the other side of the mic. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, it's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. You know, when we buy the stuff, where it's been, who it came from, what uh, you know, what the provenance is.
0: And sure, there is value but there's also what the show's based on like sentimental value like and so there could be the stupidest little like glass duck but it could mean like the goddamn world to someone and there it is in the bin but it doesn't the value isn't real and
1: that's the thing is I think like a lot of times it's like littler things you know like um I have my grandfather's coffee mug Mm -hmm. and that's a thing that like I really appreciate having that that's like it's not worth money, but like it's an heirloom to me. Like sentimental like value. Yeah. yeah, my grandpa absolutely drank coffee out of it all the time. It's got trout on it, you know. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Who doesn't want to like you know look at fish and think about smelling fish while you're drinking coffee, first especially thing in, the in the
0: morning? Yeah, and and so like if if that would not have that story attached to it, and then it was just somewhere else. If
1: it's just a, a mug with a bunch of trout on a shelf, like, you and I are going to walk by that day in and day How out. How many but...
0: trout mugs do we find? Two a yeah, week, yeah, right?
1: Absolutely. There's tons of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Our grandparents had fine crystal from the 20s and 30s and shit like that. Like, yeah. That now is just ending up, and you and I, we don't have needs for it. You know, like, it's it's a rarity, but there's definitely that stuff out there. And what do you do with that stuff? I mean, it's, you know, like, you think that, like, you take this stuff From your family that's the most sentimental. Mm -hmm. And like you might still have feelings about the stuff that trickles down to us, but it might it's probably not the strongest, you know? And that's good because you want to hold on to the stuff and if you can make a little money and we can, you know, have
0: some stupid, kitschy shit to hang on to, mm-hmm. everybody wins. And we're just a couple of punk kids, so we're going to smash that glass anyway. <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna blow it up like the, uh, the Christmas ornaments, just smashing oh, Christmas ornaments all the time. Yeah. Well, again, I got to thank you guys. Ten episodes, it's been cool. Um, if you're new to the show, welcome. If you're not new to the show, start passing... In- Passing it to new roaches. They need to eat too, huh? Yes. Spread it around. Ten more. And I want to give a special shout out to uh, Early Riser. They were our musical guests this week. You heard them during the commercial break. They're from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, They're actually uh, releasing a new album. Um, It may have already dropped here this summer. Uh, It's called Currents, but you heard the Nevers off Currents. And you could check them out at anchorlessrecords.bandcamp.com. Thanks for the ditty. And as always, bluffs for alternate reality from this album of the same name, which is a the theme for our show for many reasons. Steve was my guest last week, but you could check Steve out at stevebearres.bandcamp.com. S T E V E B E R E S.bandcamp.com. And I'm getting better at saying that real quick. Yeah, it's tough. It's,
1: it's a hard one.
0: Yeah, it's a tough game. But thanks for downloading. Subscribe. Listening, all that email, Thrifty Podcast at yahoo.com for Josh. Sorry that I I just talked movies tonight. I'm happy to have
1: the the studio in my home this evening, so it was a pleasure. We're pleasant throughout. Yeah, I did. Cat it. is on my records. Yeah, mobile fun.
0: show this week, shooting from the hip.
1: Absolutely, it was a good time. For
0: ten more, and then ten more after that, and then ten more after that. Good night. And goodbye bang